Today's episode of Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And then, can I just get your thoughts on just being the first Black coach in Storm history and maybe a thought or two about Black women coaches in this league? Wow. Um, Thank you for asking that. You know, I kind of did some research, so forgive me, I'm looking at my phone, but you, you, you talk about Pokey Chapman, Teresa Edwards, Jennifer Gillum, Carolyn Jenkins, Vicki Johnson, Trudy Lacey, Cynthia Cooper, Cheryl Miller, Carolyn Peck, Julie Russo, Amber Stocks, Carlene Thompson, Shell Daly, Jesse Kinlaw, Kathy Parson, Taj McWilliams Franklin, Denise Taylor, Penny Toller. Um, you know, they crawled so I could walk. <laughs> I sit on those shoulders. And for me, you know, it's important that I'm not... Um, a woman, I'm a black woman. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay. Ayala, we have a fantastic show for you, but I'm biased. I probably say that every time because I I believe it. There's so much happening in the WNBA right now. It's exciting. We have uh, the United States has qualified for the Olympics in three on three. So congrats to Alicia Gray, Stephanie Dolson, Katie Lou Samuelson and Kelsey Plum. And if you follow me on Twitter at elindsay 8 you know that I featured Kelsey Plum in a Road to Tokyo um, article for The Athletic. And Kelsey is, as far as we know, still in the mix, not just for three-on-three, which she's already qualified for, but also for the traditional 5v5 team, which has not been announced. You'll hear a little bit more, though, about that in today's episode. So what are we talking about? Well, I'll let you know. Um, I first want to give you just some things that are happening around the league that we're probably not going to touch on very much in this episode. But Lasia Clarendon officially signed with the Minnesota Lynx, nearly got a game winning shot, but put on put the WNBA on notice that they are a force to be reckoned with. I've talked about Lasia Clarendon on this podcast before, didn't feel that he was the perfect fit for the New York Liberty, but was very impressed by her game in the Wubble to see that Lasia Clarendon was then unceremoniously waived by the New York Liberty was a bit of a shocker. Um, but as Lasia said on their social media, uh, you can't bury a seed. All they're going to do is grow. I mean, Lasia didn't add that last part, but I did because that's kind of like how seeds work. Like you put them in the ground and then they sprout. Hey, my beautiful sports fans, in particular, my women's basketball fans. Obviously, this is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, coming. And you might uh, hear that the audio is a little bit different. I'm recording this um, for Thursday's show, Thursday, June 3rd. I originally recorded this episode and was prepared to have it air on Tuesday. And I've already alluded in this show that you know, I missed last Thursday. Uh, I've now, you know, missed Tuesday. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm, I talk about this a little bit later in the show, but I've been very impacted by 
the conversation around Naomi Osaka first saying that she wouldn't do media, which has now led to withdrawing. And so first and foremost, I want to just say that I, <laughs> I want to, again, I, I feel like I've done this before, but I want to wrap, you know, my, my virtual arms around those who are being impacted by the conversation about mental health and wellness. I believe I've talked about it on the show before, but that, that, that's just not language that I grew up using. And I'm starting to realize that I was conditioned not to. And, and I'm still trying to find the language that fits how I feel about things. So first and foremost, uh, I'm giving you virtual hugs or high fives or whatever is comfortable for you um, to let you know that I'm in your corner. The second is that, you know, I'm, I'm grappling with not just within the context of Naomi, but within the context of myself, what it means to set boundaries and limitations and to be upfront. And if we're being honest, sometimes finding those boundaries means that you have to hit your wall. And I'm definitely realizing that. And so I want to be transparent. I know that we live in a world that has expectations and I understand that fully. And it is not my intention to cheat you of anything. It is not my intention to take advantage of the support that you give me, all of Locked On Women's Basketball and the Locked On Podcast Network. But because of Naomi Osaka, I'm realizing that sometimes my inability to meet my expectations, to meet the expectations that, it, it, that are required in this business, it has something to do. It's related to what we're seeing with Naomi. So I just wanted to put that out there. And I, it, maybe this will resonate with some people. Maybe it won't. But I, I just wanted to put that out there. And I'm using my words carefully because I found Naomi having to apologize was a little bit harsh. I get it because we have a system that has these expectations, but I don't feel personally that one should apologize for putting themselves first. And I've done that for many years. And so you won't hear me apologize, but you will hear me say that it is never my intention to cheat you. It is never my intention to take advantage of you. And I hope you respect and appreciate that and I hope if that message resonates that that you hear or you hear someone else say it and, and hopefully that will empower you and inspire you to do what you need to do that being said I have to now update because in this piece of the show I, I gave updated standings I gave some of the interactions and transactions that have happened and even just as of yesterday Wednesday a lot has happened in the WNBA in particular so we're going to go over a little bit of that, but let me give you the standings quickly and then we can get on with the show. The Seattle team will spend a lot of time talking about Seattle. Noelle Quinn got her official first win. They got that win over Indiana, which puts Seattle at the top of the table at 6-1. and one. The Connecticut Sun are 7-2. and two. And I mentioned this, you'll hear a little bit from my halftime huddle, and you'll hear a little bit in the show from Sue Bird about what it takes to be a champion, what it takes to win championships. And I said Akil from Locked On was on there. I had Miles Ehrlich. And um, actually, you know what? I'm going to play it. I'm going to drop that audio right here. Here's me talking about um, the championship.
to that a little bit later in the show. And then you'll hear Halftime Huddle, Miles, Akeem, excuse me, Akeel and I talking about that championship mentality for the Connecticut Sun. It has to come through experience. It has to come through, in my opinion, it's, it's really when the shit hits the fan. It's, it's just ha- being in situations where the shit is hitting the fan constantly and figuring out ways to, to get out of it. That's, that to me is, is when you develop that, that mindset. Um, when you start to win the games where you play poorly, like at Dallas, I don't think aside from Stewie and then some people in different pockets, I don't think we played particularly well as a team, but we found a way to win. And once you start to, to, to feel what that feels like, you understand what needs to be done. You understand that you can't let up. 40 minutes is a long time. And that's what I mean by it becoming a skill. It becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of your mindset. Um, I don't think you can go read a book though. That's not going to happen. I will say that I came into the season and I wasn't very high on Brianna Stewart. Well, not on Brianna Stewart. I was very high on Brianna Stewart, but I wasn't very high on the storm. I thought they were going to really regress without their two best uh, starting lineup defenders, because I don't even know if those are their two best defenders because Jordan Canada is so good. But they've proved me wrong because that offense is just flowing. So, yeah, Brianna's in there. Yeah, I love that you mentioned the Storm as a team. You know, I think Stewie's always going to be in that conversation, whether you like it or not, and some people obviously do not. But that's a conversation for another day. But um, in the press conference uh, where Noe, Noel Quinn,
I'm just letting you know, I'm not going to do this. Oh, well, you know, she should have done it sooner. Well, you know what? You don't plan out. You know what? I think I'm going to have a bad mental health day on the third Tuesday of the month. That's not how illness works. That's not how mental health works. The fact that she had the wherewithal to say, I'm not going to be in the right mindset to do this. And I'm letting you know now that should have been enough, but apparently it wasn't. And so the French open made a a comment. And as I said earlier, now Naomi's not in the tournament. But I want to flip the script and go to something that gives me absolute joy, and that is Noel Quinn. And if you hear Sue Bird talk about it, if you hear Noe talk about it, this is something that the Seattle Storm front office really wanted for Noel Quinn. Before I get into um, basically the, the rest of the episode, I really want you to hear what Noel said because uh, I thought it was fantastic. But I'm going to play this clip from Sue Bird about her saying and and um, clarifying or elaborating, I should say, on what she said when or what she meant when she said Noel Quinn is more than ready. I thought it was a great follow up question and a great response. But here is why. Sue Bird and the Seattle Storm have no doubts about Noel Quinn. Absolutely. Sue, you've won a lot. The organization's won a lot. Noe's won a lot. And just going back to what you're saying, how comforting is it for to have someone who's committed in terms of winning and what it takes to, you know, the the prep and all that winning? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. yeah. I mean, winning, it, a lot of people don't talk about, it's a skill, you know, it's, it's, it's a skill because, and I've been on teams like this. If, 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 you know, you get on a team that starts to lose, you start to get used to losing and it, it becomes this hurdle that you can't really get over. And I think what we've established in the last couple of years is regardless of what we do on the court, whether we play well or play poorly, if the ball's going in or it's not, we understand what it takes to win. And that doesn't just start with players. That starts with coaches as well. And Noe's a big part of that. And a lot of the things I was addressing earlier in terms of her feel, we've all seen it. And so we trust it. And when you have that trust, you just, you feel like when you step on the court, you always have a chance to win. Like I said, even if you go out there and, and you're having a, an off night, you still feel like you're going to have a chance to win because you trust the process of, and, and you trust what you're doing out there. And that starts, like I said, with the coaches and then it trickles down into the player's mindset, but it, it's a skill. It really is. It's, it's something it's hard to work on, but it's something you have to, to work on and it becomes a part of you. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We've got baseball season in full swing. Of course, if you're listening to Locked On Women's Basketball, you know that the NBA playoffs are in are in motion. So get all the latest odds, news, and info for your sporting needs at betonline.ag. Before the next pitch or before the next tip-off, head to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest 
information. So again, head to the website, betonline.ag. Um, and you, if you sign up today, you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball, I played for you Noel Quinn paying homage to women who have coached in the WNBA. I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I'm going to let you hear from Noel Quinn. I think hearing her voice is extremely important, and we're going to kick that off with a great question by none other than Pepper Persley. Hi, Coach. Um, congratulations. I really appreciate what you said about being a Black female head coach for the Storm. So my question for you is, um, it means a lot um, to be a Black girl like me and to see um, Black women like you um, as head coach. So what does it mean to you to be a role model to girls like me? Awesome, Pepper. Good to see you again. It means the world to me. And I, we discussed this the other day. Um, I grew up in L.A. and um, I grew up watching the WNBA. So I grew up watching Lisa Leslie, Mawadi Mabika, um, Tamika Dixon. These are all L.A. legends, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, it's one thing to to have goals, but it's one thing to to see someone who looks like you doing what you aspire to do. You know what I mean? And so, again, I don't take this this role lightly. I understand that I am in, um, I have an ability and a responsibility to be a role model in that way. And I'm I welcome it. You know, if you Pepper can look at me and say, hey, one day I would like to be a head coach of the Seattle Storm. You can do it because you see me do it. I think it's important for young black girls to see um, women of color, black women in leadership roles, because you can understand you can be more than just a basketball player. You can be a GM. You can be a coach. You can own a team. You know what I mean? And in and, and in that, it is our responsibility to lead you and show you the way um, and give you the blueprint so that you in turn can continue to aspire. That's what life is about. It's not about us and our selfish you know, desires and needs. It's about impacting people on a day to day. Thank you so much. No problem. What I get from that exchange between Noel and Pepper is essentially what I say a lot. Representation matters. Um, and Noel knows that because, again, and I'll, I'm going to play the clip again for you, but she listed out women coaches. She knows that she's the first black woman, not something that she aspired to be. Um, but in 2021, first black head coach, so let me play that again for you because it was very powerful. And then can I just get your thoughts on just being the first black coach in storm history and wow. maybe a thought or two about black women coaches in this league. Wow. Um, thank you for asking that. You know, 